Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. guys this is misty and this is lattes and legends um i'm at my office on my lunch break doing this because i didn't do it on sunday because i just felt like ultimate crap so here i am just wanted to say thanks to all of my listeners the reviews that i got last week slash this week um it's wednesday and yeah this one might be short and sweet just because I do have to go back to work. Anyway, um, let's talk. I had a cup of coffee today at work. And after this podcast, I will go get a vanilla latte, probably a pastry. I'm not going to lie. It's been that kind of morning. So, the first urban legend I'm going to talk about is about Cropsy. I got my information from ranker.com, cropsylegend.com, houseoftorturedsouls.com, and you guessed it, good old trusty Wikipedia. Alright, so the legend of Cropsy takes place in Stanton Island. So before, um, I just want to say that... Cropsy actually became a true story. So it started as an urban legend and it turned into something terrifying and real. Um, so a man named Andre Rand is the man who brought it to life. So we won't focus on him so much right now. We'll focus on the story of Cropsy. So Cropsy is a creepy creature or man, man creature-ish, that lurks in small towns. Everyone's probably heard a version of Cropsy. Um, he prowls at playgrounds and parks. It was basically Staten Island's version of the Boogeyman. So where did the name Cropsy come from? No one really knows for sure, but during colonial times, the name did appear. Um, Cropsy is the Hudson River School painter, Jasper Cropsy, who was born in Staten Island. He's now buried in the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, which is another urban legend we could go into, but we won't right now. The name Cropsy became one of the stories that people would tell at campfires, mainly in the Hudson River area. This is the tale of Cropsy the Maniac. There have even been a lot of folklorists who began to study his this case a lot. Um, so it's become one of the most popular urban legends in the Hudson Valley area. The legend itself says that Cropsy was a homicidal maniac. He escaped a mental hospital and he has, guess what, a hook for a hand. Does this sound familiar? It's probably called something else where you live, not in the Hudson Valley. So he hunted children and would drag them back to a tunnel. There he would kill them. 
and just kind of toss them away. So parents would use the Cropsy story to frighten children and stay close to home and to be better children in general. Um, not sure what I would do if my mom told me there was a homicidal maniac on the loose from a mental hospital. I would probably never go outside. Yikes. So, um, they said basically, the parents basically told the kids that Cropsy was everywhere, much like Santa. Although in my notes, instead of Santa, yep, I wrote Satan. (laughs) So it happens when you have a double eye infection due to an allergic reaction to essential oils that splash in your eyeballs. That's part one of why I was not able to do this on Sunday. Anyway, so yeah, Cropsy was everywhere, just like Santa slash Satan. In the 1980s, the kids in Staten Island began to worry more and more about the boogeyman because, hey, guess what? There actually was one now. So, this Andre Rand fellow became the real-life Cropsy. He was the custodian at Willowbrook School for Children with Disabilities. After it shut down, he was very depressed. Um, Apparently his mental illness came out a lot more now that he did not have structure or routine. So he started to kidnap local children, kill them, and toss them in the dirt. Much like our good friend, Cropsy. He was put in prison when he was found, and he is serving consecutive life sentences. Um, I did see that he is up for parole in like 2083 or 38. I don't know. I could have confused the numbers, but at any rate, he'll be 92 years old when he's up for parole. So there's that. Um, there was a 2009 documentary made called Cropsy. Um, and I have yet to watch it or find out where I can watch it, but that is on the to-do list this week. Um, that's the short and sweet tale of Cropsy. You know, it wasn't much. Um, yeah. So, I have one more. And this one kind of spoke to me because of the title. It's called Knock Knock Road. Misty, why would this title stick out to you? Well, I'm about to tell you. Humble, loyal listeners. So, when I was a kid, we had this toilet at my grandmother's house that when you would flush it it made this horrible knocking sound like it would as a child it was a bone chilling so my mom and my grandmother would tell my sister and I that whenever we did something wrong the knock knock would come around and if we were doing something wrong I don't remember if they would just flush the toilet or they just flushed I don't know But we were terrified of this random thing called the knock-knock. Which is why I chose to do knock-knock road. So, knock-knock road information I got from michigansotherside.com and hauntedplaces.org. There was not a lot of information about this urban legend. So, michigansotherside.com is where I got most of the details. Um, okay, so according to some thrill seekers and ghost hunters, um, they've been going down to Strasburg Road for many years in hopes of a ghost just knocking on their car. 
Um, so it supposedly happened, the death, sorry, supposedly happened in the 1940s. Legend says a little girl was killed on this road, and now she haunts it. She is always looking for the driver that killed her. And that's why she knocks on cars in hopes that she will find this driver. It's such a popular urban legend in the area that the police will pay extra close, close attention to it, especially around Halloween. No one has ever been able to prove the death of the child, so it's just considered an urban legend. Um, there is a second story, though. This one is about a couple parked on Lover's Lane or Gross Isle. The girl told her gentleman caller that nothing romantic would happen that night so he pushed her out of the car and he shut the door well her very long dress got caught in the door so when he drove off she was dragged for miles and then killed some say it's her ghost that is knocking on the cars to get them to stop and then there's one more story there's a story about a babysitter that worked for a family and um, the dad was giving a ride home and he stopped on this road and she did not think his advances were cool. So he killed her. And last story is also about a babysitter. This one takes place in Mississippi though. So we're not sure how people got Michigan and Mississippi confused. I mean, I get it. They both start with M, but for Christ's sake, they're two different places in totally different parts of the country. Read a geography book, people that got confused. Anyway, so in Mississippi, this one is actually a recorded story. Um, As in, there's death records of the girl dying and there's police records and what have you. So it's said that 15-year-old Sandra Holder, Holder, Holderfield, I don't know, my writing's horrible. Sandra Holderfield was hired by 26-year-old Kennedy Slider to babysit for his family. He picked her up and he took her to Lover's Lane instead of his house where his kids were. She refused all of his advances He beat her in the face with a tire iron, ran over her, and he shoved her body under a tree. Then he went home to his wife. His wife was like, "Uh, why is there blood all over the car? He told her that he had a dog with the car. He also went on and on about just how beautiful this dog was. What a fucking weirdo. So then... He just couldn't take it. He drank DDT mixed with kerosene, went to his priest to confess what he had done. The priest, thinking something was horribly wrong, took him to the hospital where his stomach was pumped and he was arrested. So, um, clearly I didn't have podcasting on my mind when my eyeballs were burning out of my face. So my stories are short and sweet and to the point. So I guess I'll call this a bonus episode and I will try to record a longer one before Sunday because I think I owe my fans that personally. 
Um, you guys are awesome. Again, thanks for listening. And I'm sorry this is so short and sweet. But I got things to do, like research for another podcast, or just go back to work. Anyway, check me out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, If you have my Snapchat, awesome. Uh, Sorry, I don't give it out willy-nilly. On Facebook, Twitter, Anchor, Apple, Stitcher, Radio Public. So many words. Um, And you can email your ideas and stories to lattesandlegends.com. If you want to purchase a sticker or coffee mug, you can find those at lattesandlegendspodcast.com. If you want a mug or sticker and want to pick it up, you can just text me directly because you have my number if you're listening and you're local. Um, That's about it for now. Thank you for listening. Sorry I was such a flake last week. And here's your bonus episode. Enjoy your lattes. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.